TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Welcome to The Connection, a weekly radio program where we share our experiences and expertise with stories of caring, courage, and change right here in Connecticut. Listen to learn about needed resources to improve your well-being and transform your life. Now, here are the hosts of The Connection, Lisa DeMattis-Lapore and Ann Baldwin. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another edition of The Connection right here on WTIC News Talk 1080. I am one of your hosts, Ann Baldwin. And I am your other host, Lisa DeMattis-Lapore. Good morning. Good morning. Hanging in there okay? Everything good? Hanging in there. Hanging in there. Well, I'm excited about this show, Lisa, because I got to tell you, yesterday... I care for my 85-year-old elderly father who lives down the street, but um, I had written in my book that he had a doctor's appointment yesterday afternoon, so you know what it's like to get him out to make sure he's dressed and ready to go and gather up his meds and get to the doctor's office, and then we get there, and they're telling me that he didn't have an appointment, that that doctor doesn't even practice out of that office, and I know that he did. So anyway, I kind of lost it. I lost it on the poor nurse that was telling me that the doctor wasn't there, and then I lost it on my dad because I'm just like, I was at the end of my rope. I lost my crap. So I'm hoping today that we're going to get some good advice on how I can better and people out there can better deal with really parenting, especially during a pandemic, whether you've got an elderly parent, whether you're at home and you're forced to work from home and you got kids running around and dogs barking like you always say, Lisa. So hopefully Michelle Klimzak, who's the training director at The Connection, um, is going to help us with parenting in a pandemic. You get it from both ends, right, Welcome, Lisa? Welcome, Michelle. Thank you. So, Michelle, it's great to be here. And, you know, Lisa, I know that you're in the office now, you know, like part-time, but you've also had to face some of this stuff is you know, with your elderly mother being in Florida and you've got your son at home and your barking dog. And I mean, how do we, how are we doing? How do we, de- how do we better deal with this? I guess is the question, Michelle. Okay. Well, that's a huge, broad question. Um, so let me first say that, um, you know, this is in many ways um, an unprecedented situation and we all have to figure out what works for our particular family situation. Um, And so I just want to, um, you know, acknowledge at the start that people are facing many different stressors. And so this series of uh, trainings is from a trauma-informed perspective. And so what does that mean? It means that trauma has many different levels to it, right? And so there's the trauma of the pandemic. 
You know, I used to complain about having to go to stop and shop all the time. And now I would give anything just to go get some milk without worrying about, you know, catching a deadly virus, right? So mm -hmm. there's the trauma of the pandemic. And then I think we have to acknowledge that families are dealing with many different stressors now, not just that. So we have two-parent families, right, and everyone is stuck home together. We have single-parent families. Um, we have single parents who are trying to parent three kids, sometimes four kids, um, and keep everything together. We have parents who are out of work, right, wondering not just how am I going to cook one more meal for, it, for uh, everybody, but where is the food going to come from, right? We have people with jobs trying to do webinars and Zoom meetings, <clears throat> as you said, with dogs barking. I personally have three dogs. Um, you know, my adult kids fighting in the background. Um, so there are all kinds of stressors. And I, I just also have to point out that with the situation with George Floyd um, and what's going on with the rioting uh, is, is stressful on many levels for families of color, for, you know, any families really who, you know, care about social justice. So there's a lot going on in the world besides the pandemic. And, you know, we have to acknowledge that. Absolutely. Yeah. And who can, who can access this training? Um, who are you offering this to through the connection? This is for um, anyone who is interested in parenting during a pandemic. When is the training? So the training begins in June. I, I believe June 20th is the first session. Mm -hmm. um, and it's five modules. And people can sign up for one module or all five. Um, each one is complete in and of itself. And so the five modules, the first one is um, finding, the sun, finding the sunshine in a pandemic, right? And so it's about getting through summer. Uh, the second one is about care for the caregiver, which we all know if we don't care for ourselves and kind of take a hard look at how this is impacting us as human beings, um, how, you know, how can we help either our uh, elderly parents or, or our kids manage it? The third is supporting our children through the pandemic, how to talk to them about the scary things that are happening, and how to manage their behaviors uh, in, a, in a very positive way. And the fourth session is about, um, it's about the science of um, emotional flexibility, right? And so how do we adapt to very stressful situations? And, you know, the research shows that the better we are able to sort of not resist change but roll with it and learn to grow and learn from it, the better we are. And the fifth session is about parenting kids with special needs. Um, those parents are really struggling now because they lost the structure of their school programming, uh, and now, the, you know, the, the parents have to take on that additional burden um, kids on the autism spectrum who do not do well with things like Zoom meetings or Skype. And so there's a lot of extra challenges there, um, kids who have anxiety. And so we're going to talk about how, how to support kids with special needs during these times. Wow, what great programming. Again, we're talking with Michelle Klimzak. She's the training director at The Connection. 
And as she mentioned, these programs begin on June 20th. There are five different modules. And if you want more information, uh, we encourage you to go to the website, which is The Connection Inc., all one word, theconnectioninc.org. And there's information there. And, you know, just what a great opportunity, Lisa, and, and what a great, you know, gift that you're offering the community because as you went through those five different modules, Michelle, I'm like, oh, I need that one. I need that one. You know, it's uh, yeah. a really good resource for people that are having a tough time right now. Uh, you know, Michelle is uh, really is a very interactive and compelling trainer and speaker and um I, I would have to say, really, um, as soon as you start, the, the minute you start, you can tell Michelle the compassion you have and um, how much you care about, you know, these topics and other topics that you train for us here at The Connection. Um, Michelle's been with The Connection a uh, very long time. Um, she uh, worked many years in our foster care program um, and has done many, many wonderful things for the agency, and she's extremely bright and knowledgeable. Um, she also... I want to add, does a lot of our grant writing. Michelle also is uh, a parent, and Michelle, you also have uh, special needs um, adults now in your house, so, um, you know, you you also come with a lot of experience yourself, so I think that, you know, she understands it because she's lived a lot of it, right, Michelle? Yes, yes, and I have to say, you know, I'm a huge proponent of uh, the power of lived experience, right, and so... um, we're all struggling with juggling these many new roles that have been thrust upon us, right? We didn't choose any of this. Um, yeah, my, I have two um, special needs young adults who have not been in their programs for months now. And frankly, even if the programs were to open tomorrow, I'm not sure that I would feel comfortable sending them. You know, mm-hmm. and I think parents are also struggling with that. You know, even if my daycare opens, do I feel safe sending my child to the daycare, right? So there's just so many um, unknowns. And one, um, this, this training series um, is, is not just, you know, didactic training. There is a component of um, like, a, like a support group, right? And so the, the first half will be a presentation of, um, you know, whatever the topic is, and, and it's based on science. And so there'll be concrete information. The second half will be us talking about our mutual struggles and sharing sharing ideas with each other, um, and honestly learning from each other. Um, and it will and that portion will be um, co-facilitated with a clinician from the connection. So you really get the scientific angle of it, the um, clinical angle, and that mutual support of our shared lived experience as we're all trying to navigate this very new world. So Michelle, these are virtual, I'm assuming. And again, if people want more information and want to sign up, theconnectioninc.org is there are five different modules and that is the best place to get the information. You know, people can attend virtually all five modules. Maybe there's two or three, especially that interest you. Um, this is a great opportunity, to, like you said, to get some good, useful information, but also to be able to share with each other kind of what everybody's going through and maybe best practices. Well, that happened to me, and here's how I handle it. And, and those types of things are just, you know, so important in a conversation like this. 
Oh, yes. And, you know, feeling like you're not alone, right? Because, again, to go back to the trauma perspective of it, um, one of the worst aspects of any kind of trauma that we go through as human beings is feeling like we're the only one. You know, we kind of cognitively know, well, you know, other people might be going through this, but our own pain feels very unique, uh, you know, and, and it is unique to us. But the more that we share, the more that we can find community in our mutual isolation, right, that's the challenge in this new virtual world, um, it's just freeing. You know, there's just something very healing about talking to other people, sharing in those situations, you know, and every time we see someone on the news, you know, doing a serious uh, interview and then their kid comes in and makes a face, right, is, is a great moment because we all know what that's like, right? And so one thing that this pandemic has done is sort of humanize our common situation. We're all trying to manage this together. We can share ideas. We can learn from each other and it will end someday, but again, you know, just to go back to the original point, how will our kids remember this? Mm-hmm. You know, kids, I know you know this, Lisa, kids grow up so fast, yeah. and, and so for, for me, uh, I have my two special needs guys and um, my two adult children living with me here, and I have to say, you know, even though sometimes they act like they're five years old, um, you know, it's been a wonderful time. You know, we kind of eat together. It's it's really, you know, um, an opportunity for us to connect in ways that you just don't get a chance to do that when life is busy. Mm-hmm. And so life has slowed down now. Time has slowed down. We really need to take this time to um, appreciate our families, to to nurture them, to give ourselves a break. You know, research has shown that the parents who tend to do less well during this stressful time are the parents who are sort of type A's, right, who, who set very high expectations, who are probably, um, you know, high producers at, at work, and they seem to be failing, you know. So cut yourself some slack. You know, this is, this is a very stressful time. And, again, what's important is that our families feel nurtured and safe, not so much that, you know, your child didn't, doesn't feel like doing the school lesson. You know, nothing's going to happen. Kids will learn. We will get through this. But again, focusing on safety and nurturing. Um, And we're going to talk a lot about helping your kids use their imagination during this time. Um, Because that's really how kids learn, right? Through through play. And, um, and so nurturing that part of them, which tends to get lost in our busy world, right? Kids have a lot of activities. They go from this to that. But um, how often can they just kind of be themselves and engage in that kind of make-believe world? Mm-hmm. They can learn a lot from that, too. And we can relive our childhood, right? I'm, I'm going to talk about some old-school things that no one does anymore. I think I better sign up for these classes. <laughs> I better <laughs> sign up for these sessions, Michelle. You can learn how to make a fairy garden. I'm going to tell you know, there's Oh, cool. Very cool. You know, you make a miniature fairy garden where, you know, like an old tuna fish can can be a pond. Very cool. So there is something here. And and what I just heard Michelle say too, Lisa, uh, type A personalities that got to do it all. uh, That's me. That's me. So taking a break and, you know, life will go on. And it is creating that memory of how you 
how you react. I know with you, Lisa, with, with Nico missing out on graduation and proms and things, um, maybe there were times when your reaction to that was stronger than his. So it's, it's, mm. shouldn't, it, it's not about us, right? It's about that person and how, exactly. do we, how do we help put that in perspective? But this is interesting that you say this because I was on a phone call um, just uh, yesterday with the, all of the parents in um, the graduating class. So it was like 90-something, well, but it was close to that. And so everyone, the parents are all freaking out, not all of them, but some of them, about the way this graduation is going to be. And um, no one's happy about it. Well, not every, a lot of people are not happy. And it is very, and it's, and again, I'm not criticizing because I have my own um, feelings about it. Um, But again, it's, it was a lot of self-focus mm-hmm. because I think that parents are feeling like responsible and frustrated and it's more, and I think the kids have accepted it. And I think the kids are really doing better than we're doing as parents. Mm-hmm. Um, it was totally clear to me on the, on the call yesterday, completely. Um, and it was interesting because Nico heard this and he's like, mom, we're, we're kind of over this right now. Like we've accepted it. <laughs> We're moving on, and you guys are really, like, lamenting over, you know, we've accepted it. We're going to move on. It's blah, blah, blah. And I was, and he's telling me this, and I'm like, he's absolutely right. (laughs) That is such such a brilliant point. You know, so much of our own um, identity and sometimes our our value and self-worth are invested in our children, right? Mm -hmm. And what they're feeling, how we think they're feeling, and how often do we project our own disappointment, our own fears onto them. And if there's yes. anything I learned, my history at um, The Connection w- was in foster care, right? And so I, many, many years of horror stories of what kids endured. And if there's one thing I learned is that kids are resilient, Resiliency is built into the child's brain and body. Kids will get through things. It's harder for, uh, you know, adults with their brains that are not mm-hmm. solid. You know, things can still get in, but um, kids are resilient. They will be okay. And so it's, you know, such a great point that um, kids look to us, too, for how we are reacting, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And so... Um, but, yeah, we feel disappointment sometimes worse than they do. So it's so funny, you know, the wisdom of kids. Mom, we're over it. You get over it now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's, like, so cool. I mean, really. That's what I heard yesterday. And, so, and then the other thing, too, is all, many parents were shocked because the principal said, hey, the kids did a survey um, a month ago, and they don't want a prom. And, and, and all of us are looking, and we go, I saw everyone's face like, what? What survey? Nobody knew. They didn't want it. They don't want a prom. They don't want it. Wow. They don't want it. They're done with it. They're graduating. They're all going to see each other one last time at this graduation. The parents are are more traumatized and more holding on to what we, you know, our selfish stuff, and the kids are actually okay. And I was like, this is this is crazy to me. Well, and and sometimes yeah, we, we need we, that. We raise great kids. And we some did raise good kids. Oops, sorry. And sometimes we need that reality check, even from kids, right? Oh, yeah. Um, when Nico oh, said that to you. Time. Yeah. So th- that's a good checks and balance, too. So, again, we want to mention that these seminars, virtual seminars, are, um, are being put on 
uh, through the connection, you can go to the connectioninc.org. Um, five different topics. Go there, read through them, see which ones. How long are the sessions each? An hour and a half. And that sounds like a lot of time, but especially with the interactive and, and being able to, to share, um, that is so great. It's going to go by very, very quickly. And these sound like some great topic areas. And right now, during COVID and all this other stuff that's going on, um, I think any tool that we can put in our toolbox to help us deal with life, with whether we're dealing with an elderly parent or kids or both, or, you know, just maybe some, some self-care for us, too. Absolutely. And, and um, I would just like to add quickly that um, for people who do sign up, we'll, we'll be reaching out beforehand, uh, doing a brief survey before each module so that people can ask um, specific questions, you know, so that we could tailor to the extent possible the material to the needs of the audience. So Wonderful. Yeah. So, you know, we're being very um, responsive to, to our audience. Um, and so I really think that people will get something out of this, um, and, and I'm personally looking forward to it. So, again, this is, this is going to be facilitated by you, Michelle, Michelle Klimzak, uh, who's the training director at The Connection, and you said you'll also have some other folks there that will be accessible and also be kind of co-facilitating this yes. with you. Okay, so um, in this last couple of minutes. So, Michelle, let me ask you this. For our listeners out there, um, what's your best piece of advice right now? Uh, well, you know, if I have to give one piece of advice, it's cut yourself some slack. Um, with regard to our kids, um, you know, as I was working on this, uh, it really made me realize that how, how much of our attention is on sort of structuring the day controlling behavior, helping kids manage their emotions. Not enough of our energy, I think, goes to helping our kids, helping them notice their qualities as human beings. You know what I mean by that? Mm -hmm. And so um, this is an opportunity to sort of take our kids and ourselves out of our own little bubble and say, look, the whole world is going through this not just us in our neighborhood. The whole world is going through this pandemic. We're all sharing this stress, and we're all doing what we can to keep ourselves safe. And here's a quick tip in terms of, um, you know, discipline. There's a method. It's called um, CLEAR, you know, and so C is uh, communication and, and validation. When we validate why our kids are upset, we should always link that to a value. Now, now think about it. When we get upset, we're upset for a reason, right? And so even the people who are rioting over what happened with that incident with um, George Floyd, right? Rioting is wrong. Looting is wrong. But what's the value underlying that rage? It's a sense of justice, right? And so when any human being gets upset, there's always an underlying value, and then the behavior might be maladaptive. But we need to help our kids see that when they're getting upset, what we see as acting out um, isn't always bad behavior, right? Kids are more than their behavior. And I'm hearing from a lot of frustrated parents. Um, so my advice would be don't focus so much on controlling the bad behavior. Talk about the kind of child that your kid is. 
you know, you got mad at your sister because you take care of your toys and you saw her being careless with your toy. That's a good thing. How you handled it is not good. But you're a person who values your possession, right? And so adding that little piece about the person that the children are and the positive aspects of their character are really important because no one does that enough. Right. We, we, tend to, we tend to react instead of really take the time right. to, to react appropriately. Well, this has been great information. Exactly. Um, Michelle Klimzak, thank you so much. Again, these programs through The Connection began on June 20th. And for more information, you can go to theconnectioninc.org. As usual, we want to thank all of you for listening to this edition of The Connection right here on WTIC News Talk 1080. Somewhere over the rainbow, way up high, there's a land that I heard of once, once in a lullaby. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.